The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, this morning I want to welcome Father Jim Kelleher, who's a priest of the Society of Our Lady of the Trinity, who is back here in town promoting an apostolate that is called the Rosary Crusade. And uh, so it's a great joy to have you with us, Father Jim. And uh, if you have any questions about what that means, you can see him after Mass. So again this week, the Pharisees are continuing to try and trip up our Lord. And so they go to him with this question, like, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Right? Which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he has hundreds of commandments in the law to choose from. kind of like those questions we ask, like, Father, what's the one devotion I can do to fix my life right now? Or when we're struggling with something and we pull out our book of novenas and we're like, isn't there a novena for this? What's the novena for? I didn't get enough sleep last night. I have three meetings later today. And our Lord responds to them the same way that I think he would respond to us. And his answer isn't so much the answer to which is the greatest, but which is the most fundamental. What's the most fundamental? When I was studying in Rome and I was sitting in class, uh, the professors would always use this word, fundamentale. And they used it all the time, like this is fundamental. In other words, if you don't have this, it doesn't matter the other things that you're doing. And that's the way our Lord answers this question, is which is the most fundamental? You shall love the Lord your God 
with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments, and so if we don't have those two, then the rest of what we do doesn't really matter so much. It doesn't really matter so much. And I do believe that our Lord would say the same thing to us today when we start to ask those questions. It's like when the disciples are going with our Lord and asking, you know, which one of us is the greatest? Or they're arguing about who's the greatest. And I always have this image of the Blessed Mother going up to them and saying, I'm the greatest, so stop arguing and just listen to my son. Because she encapsulates in her life what it means to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. And to love your neighbor as yourself. And so the question we really should be asking ourselves every day, the fundamental question is, am I in love with Jesus? And how do I fall more in love with Jesus? There's really nothing else that matters. Everything else is built on that. How do we fall more in love with our Lord? Or how do we grow in our awareness of our Lord's love for us? And again, Mary is our model for that. She's our model for that. We want to be able to say what Mary says. Let it be done to me according to your word. I want to do whatever it is that our Lord wants me to do. I want to be whoever it is that our Lord wants me to be. My desire is to live in perfect union with Him. And it's Mary's prayer that reveals to us how we fall more in love with our Lord. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has shown the strength of his arm and scattered the proud in their conceit. He's cast on the mighty from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He's filled the hungry with good things and the rich he sent away empty. The life of our Blessed Mother was a life of constantly pondering these realities and these truths in her heart and constantly reflecting on everything the Lord has done for her. And everything our Lord has done in the history of the people of Israel in order to show that he's trustworthy. And so when we're struggling in our own faith, 
the place we really need to go in our prayer is to reflect on all the things that our Lord has done for us and the things our Lord has done in the history of the people of Israel and the history of the church to show that he's trustworthy. When we really realize what he's done for us, we can't help but to fall more in love with him. This last weekend, I went to Phoenix and we had the burial for my grandfather's ashes. And uh, he died last Father's Day. And it was a time for me to reflect on a lot of the ways in which our Lord has intervened in my own life. Because when I got there, my aunt and uncle had gone through my grandfather's apartment and they pulled out all these pictures and things like that. And so I have pictures of three-year-old Sean sitting on my grandmother's lap or sitting with my grandfather. My dad laying on the couch in his best 1970s weird-looking shirt. And those pictures were taken around the time that my mother died. And it was so I was reflecting a lot on all the things our Lord had done in my life since then in order to bring me to where I am now. And that particular grandfather moved away when I was about five and I didn't see him until I was 20. And yet he was there at all the important moments in my life. He was there when I graduated from West Point. He was there when I was ordained a priest. And he had written on a scratch piece of paper when I was a seminarian, if my grandson is a priest, I want him to do the prayers for the dead during the burial. And it was a time of reflecting on that. You know, the strange thing about his death was that 11 years ago in 2006, my father died on Father's Day, Corpus Christi Sunday, June 18th. And so that day has always been a difficult day for me. The liturgical feast is difficult for me. Father's Day is difficult for me. And then this year, my grandfather died on Father's Day, Corpus Christi Sunday, June 18th. And somehow it was as if our Lord was saying, like, everything's okay. And it redeemed that day. It's just a small thing. And yet, in my own life, reflecting on that, I can look back and say, our Lord has done great things for me. And we all have those kinds of moments in our lives to reflect on the way in which our Lord enters in in order to resolve a situation or redeem a memory. And reflecting on those memories is what helps us to fall more in love with him. Yeah. 
In fact, every time we come to Mass on Sunday, why do we come to Mass on Sunday? We come to remember what our Lord has done for us. Each time the Eucharist is consecrated and we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, the graces that flow from the cross enter into our lives and into our hearts in order to transform them. The Almighty has done great things for me. Every time we go to confession, And we hear the words of absolution in that moment in which we decide to be very vulnerable and share about the most difficult parts of our life, the things that we're most ashamed of, those things that we've done that cast doubt on the fact that we're really lovable. And then in that moment, we hear the words. I absolve you from your sins. The Almighty has done great things for me. When we're struggling in our relationship with our Lord, The place that we need to go in our prayer is that place of memory. To remember our Lord's fidelity in our own life and in history. Because from there comes, flows, is born in us that desire to move towards Him in confidence. to know that he can resolve all things. It's what's most fundamental in our spiritual lives. And so this week, I'd invite you to spend some time in prayer just asking our Lord for the grace to fall more in love with him. to fall deeply in love with him so that our hearts may be transformed by him and we truly live as faithful witnesses to his grace, his love, his mercy and his joy that we might be a light that shines in the darkness of the culture that surrounds us.